Hey, entrepreneurs, it's your podcast mogul, Phil Better here. I am excited for this episode, as as I know you are. Before we jump into this episode, I'm going to ask you, if you are also a podcaster and you're looking to grow your podcast or monetize your podcast, make sure you stay till the end of the episode. I have a special deal for you or a special offer, if you will. But ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let's jump into the episode. Welcome to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Join the podcast mogul Phil Better as he interviews successful entrepreneurs that make their living in the digital world. Now, let's join your host, Phil Better, and his special guest today on Invest in Yourself. The Gentlemen, digital. welcome back to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm, of course, your host with the most Phil Better, and I'm excited for our guests today. They are a three-time author and a lifetime TV personality on shows like Today Show, GMA, Rachel Ray, and a dozen more. I'm very excited, uh, if you can't tell. Uh, She is the founder and CEO of Leverage with Media PR, a boutique PR agency that works with non-fiction entrepreneurial authors to help them grow their PR. Please welcome our guest, Lauren Cabello. Lauren, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much, Phil. I'm so glad to be here. Um, Thanks for the wonderful introduction, too. That was great. It is my pleasure. My main goal when I was young, it was to be everyone's like hype person. Oh, I love it. Yeah. So if you're wondering, we can talk about how to hire me personally so I can do all the intros for <laughs> just you. Just follow me around. Yeah. Right? Just, just be that guy with a mic and a, just a boom box just walking around. Wow. I just aged myself with that reference. Uh, <laughs> but it's fine. We're taking over. It's the millennial years, you know. Uh, but Lauren, I can't thank you enough. I'm looking forward to talking with you and learning about you. Um, so after that wonderful intro, I would love to hear in your own words, who are you? What do you do? Yeah. So uh, the, with the introduction, first of all, I'm a, I'm a single mom of four. I'll put that out there. Um, and I have been an online entrepreneur for 18 years. Uh, I first started um, my first business back in 2005. And so I've been doing this a long time. Um, and so... Yeah, I have been on television uh, before starting my PR agency. I actually ran a personal finance website um, and I was a personal finance author. I've written three books in the personal finance space. I then did uh, personal finance television, a lot of like frugal living TV segments. Um, I was a regular on the Today Show with Hoda and Jenna for eight years. Um, So I did regular segments. I've been on that show probably over 40 times, 40, 50 times. Um, I was a regular on the Rachel Ray show for five years. So I've been on that show dozens of times. Um, I have done Good Morning America, you know, all the national shows. Um, And I've written three books to help leverage my businesses. So really, it was a very strategic move of how do you use books and PR to grow your businesses to the next level. Um, And we'll get into that a little bit more about like how PR has changed, I hope about Mm. how to use it a little bit differently, especially for like the millennial audience who thinks like TikTok is the only thing that, you know, actually TikTok isn't. No, it isn't. It's not? My God, I never knew. No, yeah, yes. So, um, yeah, there's more than TikTok. Um, Even though we have to embrace it, uh, there's there's a lot more strategy to it. So, um, you know, I... 
at, you know, like every entrepreneur, you have to think about what's the next phase of your life and what's the next phase of your business. Um, and after doing so much television and writing so many books and having so many people asking me, like, how do you do this? I was like, you know what? I think most PR agencies suck. So I'm going to start my own from the perspective of the person that is writing the books and wanting PR and being the online entrepreneur. And then how the heck do we use this to leverage and build our businesses to the next level? And so that's why I started Leverage with Media PR is to be kind of like a disruptor in the PR agent, the PR world from the perspective of somebody who hires these people. Um, and <laughs> so that's how it was born. Um, and now we get our clients on GMA and Today Show and it's full circle. So uh, I absolutely love it. I love that. I love how you were, you saw, in essence, you saw, you saw a problem, you solved it. You're like, I'm just going to deal with these people because these big old people are gotten too big, you know, and mm -hmm. they're, they're too, uh, they're, they're like the Titanic. They're, they're just, they can't turn in time. And yeah. as a little speedboat, like a small little PR agency, you can navigate much more crazier waters or keep coast safe to the, the, the shores, you know, and yep. do what you enjoy. Um, so you decided to be a frugalpreneur. Um, mm -hmm. I, I like that term. That's from uh, a good friend of mine, Sarah St. James. She has a podcast called Frugalpreneur. So I love that term. So you started off your online journey as a digital entrepreneur, as a frugalpreneur, teaching people yeah. how to be smart with their money, got a lot of media coverage. And then you jumped over and you're like, I'm going to help people leverage PR the proper way so mm -hmm. that they can get that. And specifically authors, because I think authors, unfortunately, don't get reprimanded, uh, represented the best because, well, books are knowledge. And if we're not sharing the books, we're not growing knowledge. So I love that. Um, why, though? Why did you decide to become an entrepreneur? Like, like obviously a frugalpreneur is an entrepreneur. Like what made you go down to start that blog, if you will, or website? Yeah. yeah so that's a great question. So back in 2005, um, I was still married to the kid's dad. You know, we've been divorced about six years now, but so, but you know, back then I was still married and I was a mom of one. My son just graduated high school. So he's 18, but then he was he was uh, two years old and I was a stay at home mom at the time, had one child and we were in a ton of debt. And I was like, okay, um, I need to like fix this somehow. And so I started learning how to coupon. And back then, like the extreme couponing show was really big um, on TLC. And so I started learning how to coupon and learning how to meal plan and like got really big into budgeting. And so I started teaching like coupon seminars at like local churches and community centers. And then that demand for those got so big. I had so many people. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to start a website. Did I know how to start a website? No, but I had taken one coding class in college one. So I knew how to do like a center tag and do some, you know, like the, the header and the footer. The That's header like and the footer. I knew how to do some coding. I knew WordPress a little bit. I knew what HTML was. Um, and so I was like, you know what? I'll figure this out. And so I, I self-taught. I learned everything in WordPress myself. I Googled it. Um, and I just, my dad was an entrepreneur growing up. Um, he was very much like a dreamer. And so I kind of was just, I may be born with that mindset of like, I'll figure this out. And so I started a website. It was called IamThatLady.com. I still own the website and I have a team on it so that it's still making money. Um, and if you Google it, you'll still see like a lot of recipes and frugal stuff on it. It's still like a side hustle for me. Um, and so 
I started that website to teach busy moms how to budget, get out of debt and meal plan. Um, and so from there, it just became um, my full-time income. Um, I had three more kids after that while running it, you know, in between. And, and it always provided a very stable income for me. I was able, able to pay off all my debt from that. And um, I just saw that a lot of people needed the advice that I was giving. Um, and very quickly, it turned into like local TV segments and stuff like that. But the 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 heart behind it was I saw it as a way not only to teach other people, but also to make money to pay down the debt that I was in. And so it was a business for me right from the start. I like that. I love it. It's it, it's it's one. It solved a problem you had, and then you're solving problems for other people because obviously, given the world at the time when you started, it was a what's the best time uh, for people around that time in the early uh, early aughts. Yes, uh, blogs were the thing. You know, blog, but, but and they still are. Surprisingly, they still are. Um, if you're able to get through the noise and do all the SEO and have the time and patience for it. Mm-hmm. Yep, and and they really are. You know, I was at a at a conference last year, and I had like a 22 year old kid. I say kid because I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm 42, and I you know he's it's like fine. four years older than my son, and he came up to me. He says, "Can you explain to me like the." Like, how does like a website work? And I was like, I quit. Like, I'm I'm out of here. Oh, I'm out of here. That's I was like, off. yeah. I said, you know what? Like, my website sits there and I make thousands a month doing nothing. And he's like, how do you do that? I'm like, I don't make I don't make TikToks all day. I focus on SEO and you know the stuff that's going to bring. I, I focus on income producing activities. Now I'm not. I, I feel like I feel like I'm blasting TikTok because I'm not. TikTok is a very good. I run TikTok ads. They're like the cheapest ads for me to get people. I love TikTok. I love Instagram Reels. I love Facebook Reels. I love. We need to be all, doing all the things. We just mm. need to be strategic with all the things. I'm very much a fan of like what you're doing, like doing a podcast and then taking that podcast and chopping it up and putting it everywhere, like putting it on TikTok, putting it and Instagram, and doing Instagram everywhere. Everyone. Yep. That's, that's the strategy. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and we teach that to a lot of our PR clients of how can you do one thing and then maximize it to go everywhere. Um, and, and, you know, PR old school PR, like TV, the benefit of that is you don't just get their like TV coverage, but you get their millions of social media followers. When yep. you go on TV, you get, like 5 million social media followers that they post your stuff on and tag you. So it's like, why wouldn't you do that? That doesn't make any sense. You know, Uh, kids today. And when I say kids, (laughs) I mean like everybody who doesn't know the power of PR um, Mm -hmm. and the power of like podcasting. I love podcasting. One, I look at it, not just on the content side, I get to talk to amazing entrepreneurs like yourself and learn. So I get Mm -hmm. to implement it in my businesses and that, but it's it's true. Uh, podcasting is one of those. It's it's pure content creation at scale. Like mm-hmm. you have three, you do three interviews in a day. You have like sixty pieces of content that you can share. Exactly. You got blog posts. You got like listicles, if you will, out of it. You got vi- video. You got audio. Oh, it's so amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so after you decided to solve frugalpreneur life. And you, when did you write your first book? Like what was writing your first book like? Um, so I did it the wrong way. 
okay. uh, like most first time authors. Um, I wrote, actually, I won't say I did it the wrong way. Um, the book was not like a quality book. And I, I see this a lot of times actually with entrepreneurs when they come into me um, to work with the agency because we're a boutique agency, which means we only take a certain type of client, right? So mm -hmm. we will only take a client either if they have a book already or their book is coming out. So we'll take somebody if they have a book. And why do we only take authors? Because first of all, they're seen in media as people who already have authority. So they're easier to book on mm -hmm. camera. So number one, that's that's a big reason. We, we only work with people that already have books because they're already well-established um, in, in the industry, right? So they're easier to book. Number two, um, we take people that are going through book launches because that's a time in their career where they really need a PR boost to get their book out there. So we'll take you. And, and then usually people extend with us for a year after that because they see the value of what we're doing. Um, but so... What was the question again? <laughs> we were talking about you writing your first book. Like, what oh, right. was it like? And okay. you said it was wrong. Then yes, you're like, no. And then you were in book. And we yes, jumped over I, here. Then I went to, okay. Anyway, sorry. I had too much coffee today, apparently. It, it's, so, it's quite a right. I have ADHD, yes. so squirrels all the time. <laughs> I'm all over the place. Yeah. Um. So, so I I wrote my first book and it was very on tune with, with what my, my, you know, my message was, it was called how to coupon effectively. However, I didn't write it big enough. So like, you know, if you're watching this on video, your book needs to like, look like a book, like it, you know, not like a pamphlet, right? It needs to people... look uh, kind of like this, like at least like two yeah, to like three inches. Yeah. Like a book, not just like a, like a uh, book, book. Not, yeah, like not like a, not like a tiny little thing. Right. And like a lot of people 10 come pages to long, right. A lot of people come to me in the agency, like, Oh, it's an easy read. I only, it's only like, you know, a hundred words. I'm like, you better, you know, you better add a couple that zeros to, to that hundred, like 200. Um, and because it needs to look like professional, right. Uh -huh. You need to make it look a certain way in order for the sales to be good. Um, so, so my first book was the small, it wasn't formatted correctly. I had no idea what I was doing. It was self-published, which is fine. Um, so that was published in uh, 2011. My second one came out in 2012, which was called Insufficient Funds. And again, that was self-published. I hired a ghostwriter. It was okay. Like, I don't, I don't even think I have it out there anymore on Amazon. I was like, yeah, I think I'll get rid of that. And then the, my third one, I got a professional book deal with Hachette, um, which is the number two publisher in the country. And I got a very large advance. And that one came that that book deal I signed in 2015, and I the book came out in 2016. Nice. Mm -hmm. So you went from self-published, oh my god, I'm horrible, to big book advance, big book launch, and all that fun stuff. And now mm -hmm. you're here teaching people how to do the proper things with their funnels and that PR. I love right. it. Right, and we I do like a a group coaching program. It's called the Book Cred book cred um, group coaching program where I help people, uh, entrepreneurs figure out the right book for their business. Cause I see that as the number one problem with entrepreneurs is we all think we have a great idea, but if we don't have the right book for the end result of what we want. So like, let's say you want to write a book. Let's say you work in, um, you work in podcasting. Okay. For example, let's say, let's say let's say Phil wants to write a book, right? And he wants to write a book about podcasting. And his goal is to go into 
colleges and speak to colleges on why podcasting is the best way to start a business, right? Oh. But you write a book on on how podcasting can help you start a beauty business. That doesn't make any sense, right? No. Okay. Time after time, entrepreneurs are coming to me with books already written in that very wrong, very, very wrong space. And it's already done. And it's like, I'm sorry, but I can't take you on as a client because it doesn't make any sense with your business, what your goal is for leveraging to the next level. Because what we do is we use PR to help them get to the next level. How do you use PR, online television to create media reels, speaking reels, get you in front of the right people to then leverage you to the next level, whether it's speaking careers, going out to colleges, um, speaking at events, um, you know, whatever that next step is, your book needs to be the, the in-between. What, how, how are you going to get clients from those events? And if it's not written the right way, it's a waste of time. So I have that book. I, I do um, every two months, I open up a new uh, cohort of that, of that coaching program. And we go through, I only take 10 people at a time through it. And I help you figure out what the right book is for your end goal. Why would you write the book? Do you want to be, a, you know, do you want to, we see a lot of CEOs writing books now to become the face of their business, to grow their business and personalize it more. That's kind of a, something that we're seeing as well. Um, and we have a couple franchises right now as clients that are, their CEOs have written books and to get around like the sales departments at some TV shows, we have the CEOs writing books of, of large companies, you know, the entrepreneurs mm -hmm. and then leverage those um, so that they don't have to pay prices to go through the sales at TV shows. Ooh, I like that. Very, mm, uh, strategy. Sneaky, very sneaky strategy. And I love it because um, <laughs> it's true. We have to be, unique and different to get through some of the layers of bureaucracy, if you will, mm -hmm. when it comes to uh, gaining where you want to go. Um, I want to, I want to know in your journey, obviously you, you're an OG and I don't want to, I don't mean that in a horrible way. Oh, I say way. that all the time. I say that but all the time. I'm an OG. I'm an OG. <laughs> I'm, you're an I'm OG in the good. You should be because uh, you're, you paved the way for a lot of us who are jumping in the entrepreneurial space today, especially either as a frugalpreneur or in the PR world, you're showing that it's, it's possible. I want to know when you're, when you have those bad days, and you probably have a lot less bad days than when you first started, obviously. No, uh, no? no honestly, no. <laughs> Thank God for that. That's, uh, a, that's a lie that people tell you. No, <laughs> the, the more successful and the longer you're in this, the more bad days you get because the more successful you get and the more oh, headaches you get, the I more see. employees you have, the more money you're juggling. Ah. So uh, in those days where you have feeling the world crushing down on you, do you have any memories or moments that you just like go back to, you revisit that just help you light that fire to keep you going forward? Yeah, um, there's there's many of them. Um, I'm trying to think back to the to the ones that that mean the most to me. And I think that the ones the ones that mean the most to me. Um, so, I, I mean, I've said I'm a single mom and there's a, there's a more personal ones for me than business ones because my children are my number one 
and and them watching me. You know, my, I said I have a son who just graduated high school, but I have three daughters who are 10, 12, and 14. And they watch, right? So they watch me um, succeed and they watch me fail. And they watch the good days and they watch the bad days. And they watch when I want to give up and I don't. And there have been many times in my career where I have um, been able to bring them to um, to things. And there was one time in particular where I was able to take all of my family to a Today Show appearance. Um, so I was on the Today Show. This was probably, it was actually the week before COVID shut New York City down. Um, we didn't know what was going on. It was the week before. I took my mom, my two sisters, my three daughters, and my two nieces to New York City. And all of them got to sit in the green room with me and watch me on the show. And to me, that was really important because that was probably one of the first trips that I had taken solo since I was a single mom. And here I get to take everybody on the show. And it wasn't because it was the Today Show. It was because my daughters could see what a a single mom who is strong and doesn't give up looks like. That's why it meant so much to me. I think that that is an amazing like moment. Like that's that's not just a little light in the darkness. That's a a bonfire keeping you going Mm -hmm. because you're showing everyone, not just your daughters that like, hey, you don't have to be this weak person. You don't have to play passive if you will you can be a badass and no matter where you are as long as you fight for a goal and you go for it you can get it that's an amazing yeah. memory i'm jealous that you having that memory yeah. can't wait to have one of my big a big memory like that to have uh going forward um wow and i think that's an important thing to remember you know for all the entrepreneurs listening is i've been at this game for 18 years and there are still days where I at night put my head down on my hand and I say, what the hell am I doing? I want to go get a real job. F this. I'm out of here. You know, I, and I think that that's an important thing to remember, but that's what makes us resilient is because the next day we wake up and we say, Oh, that was silly. <laughs> I was just joking, you know, and we, 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 we brush ourselves off and we go and do the hard things, you know, and, and to be able to, to show the people in our life, like that we can do the hard things and like get used to, I think entrepreneurs are some of the most resilient, brilliant people in the world because we get told no all the time, but we still do it. And Mm -hmm. we still wake up and we still push through the nose and we still succeed. And we believe so much in what we're doing. And I think like what a better lesson to tell my kids and show my kids, you know, and um, and they all want to be like business people. And I just think like that's the greatest compliment that they could give me. I asked for one. You have to shoot out, shoot out like 14 more. It's like, God. <laughs> I don't mean sorry. <laughs> it's sorry. No, no, thank you. Like, no, you're, you're, what's great about it is like someone's going to listen to this. A single mom, a single parent is going to listen to this and they're going to be like, they're, they're maybe in the same similar situation. They were, they're in debt. They have their kid, you know, they don't know what to do. They hear about you, how you, you were like, I'm going to get out of debt. You, you fought, you strived, you wrote books. And, and then you like the ultimate thing is you got to bring your family mm-hmm. 
to uh, to Toronto. I was going to say Toronto. I'm Canadian, so I don't believe in New York. No, it's true. You bring them to New York for the GMA, get to see you be this big time, like big time Lauren, you know, mm-hmm. and just crush it. And just the pride that they must have, like. Like I, I, if if I was able to fly out, my dad was talking on national TV. I'd be like, my dad's the coolest. Your dad's like sucks. Like, or in their case, my mom's the the best. You know, your your mom sucks. So like that is that's not only a great memory for you. That's like a great memory for your kids to have because that's like a shining star. Like I can do that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's funny. Um, my sister, they only let one person come up into like the actual TV studio with me. And so one of my, my sister, Caitlin was like, Ooh, me, 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 I want to go. And, and so everyone's like, okay, you could go. And, um, do you know who Chrissy Teigen is? Yes. Okay. Yeah. No, 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 no. I know. I know. I I already know where this story is going for. I can't believe it. (laughs) No. So Chrissy Teigen was in there with us. And so we were just like hanging out and Caitlin's eyes were, you know, I'm used to meeting a lot of celebrities Mm because I've just been on television so long. I don't, I don't get starstruck, but she was like, like so starstruck. And she was like, she was like trying to like take pictures like on, you know, (laughs) on the slide. I'm like, you've got to stop doing that. This is a safe place for her. Like the studio is the safe place where there's no like, you know, paparazzi. You can't be the paparazzi. This is my job. This is our safe place in here. And she's like, okay. You know, right? I remember she was like getting in the way of some of the cameras. I'm like, you got to go sit over there. Go over there and sit down, you know? <laughs> you had to be a mother. You had to be a mother to your own sister. My God. She was she was just so excited, you know? And and I'm I'm so grateful that that I could um I could do that with her and and be able to do that. And, you know, I think people see celebrities and they think that they're like these crazy people and they're just like regular people, you know, and just, um, (laughs) yeah, just with money, but they, you know, her daughter was there and her daughter was cuddling up on him. I'm like, Caitlin, don't take a picture. She's with her daughter, like leave her alone. Um, and she's like, okay, yeah, you're right. You know, but she was just so excited and, um, oh, I, I can understand. I would probably have to leave my phone in the green room yeah. specifically if I'm on a, because I'd be like, snap, snap, holy, snap, snap, you know, like trying to get those she selfies. Was. And, she was. Yeah. Oh, oh, I, it was funny. It, I was, I was, I was laughing. Um, so it was, it was a good time. It was a good experience. I'm glad. I'm, and, and again, like from that one moment, you, you spawn like a dozen different little memories that you can mm-hmm. grab onto, you know, and share, which I think is amazing. Um, but I want to shift over to like teaching my audience something because we've gotten to know you, you've shared some stories, some uh, great laughs with us. But when it comes to PR in general for entrepreneurs, you mentioned obviously having a book is super important because it gives you that leverage, gives you that authority. What other kind of tip maybe you would have for an entrepreneur when it comes to the PR? Yeah. So PR can be a whole bunch of different things, right? You can, you can get, you know, featured on websites to help your SEO. You can get featured on TV. You can go on radio. You can do influencer management. There's a lot of different things that PR does. Um, And I, I think that when you're looking at a PR strategy, right, let's say you want to go on local television. Let's say you have like an event coming up or you want to share a book that's coming out. I think that the biggest thing you need to be thinking about is how can you offer something to the audience? Um, really in, in, if you're going to be pitching, let's say a local television show that you want to go on to talk about your new book that's coming out, let's say, 
go on. And what I always say, this, there's a term called newsjacking. And what newsjacking is, is we take something that's going on in the world right now and we take what we talk about and we include ourselves in the conversation of that. So let's say, for example, the stock market is crashing and we talk about the stock market and we have a book about stock market investing. What I'm going to do is I'm going to you know, send an email to the news director or I'm going to find the Twitter account of one of the news anchors or a producer on the show, on the show, which you can usually find on the right on their website. And I'm going to send them, Hey, you know, I know the stock market is crashing and people might be worried. I would, um, I'm an expert in this topic. I have a book on it. Here are some things I can talk about to help ease people's minds that the world's not falling down. You know, here are some things that people can do to protect their stocks right now. And I would love to come on air to help you, um, you know, help your viewers really, you know, feel a little bit better. So it's all about giving, right? In any situation in business, I feel like it's built on relationships. And so a lot of times when we're pitching ourselves out for PR and strategies like that, we're all about ourselves. Like, this is what you can do for me. I would love to come on and talk about my book. Uh They get thousands of people that do that. This is not about you. How can you go and serve the magazine, the reporter, the um, TV station, the radio station. How can you go on? And so that's how I got my start in um, in being, you know, on on television myself. Um, and so that's really kind of where I think that every entrepreneur kind of needs to be thinking is where do you put yourself wide too? Like, you know. There, there. We always want to be everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Where can you focus on one thing and then have that spread out to multiple different places? And we find television to be the best place because TV, you can use the clips for media reels, social media. Um, you can clip it into speaker reels, sizzle reels. Um, and then we also... Um, It adds credibility and instant trust to the people that are watching um, and consuming your content. And so and then it gives you online pieces of coverage with links as well. So it kind of kills all the birds with one stone, kind of like how podcasting does as well. So you're just, in essence, being the asteroid that took out all the dinosaurs with with media coverage like that's Yeah. Oh my God. And that's why we focus on our in our agency. That's why we focus on broadcast. Um, a lot of PR agencies don't know a thing about broadcast television, which is what I've learned because um, I've been so inundated with it. And my publicist that I had for years was really good at it. When I started my PR agency, I didn't realize how few publicists actually understand broadcast. So we're hmm. like one of the few that specialize in it. And that's why we specialize in it is because you can use that one TV segment for 12 different uses. Um, and then it adds that leverageability and credibility that, um, that to your, to your business and your brand that a lot of other things, I mean, you even said it like when you introduced me right today's show, like it adds oh, all yeah. this stuff, right. That brings you above everybody else. And to me, I'm like, yeah, that's cool. But like, it's my life. You know, I know that it's amazing. A lot of people don't get that. So it really, pushes you above all of your competition when you're going for speaking engagements, when you're going for podcast interviews, when you're going for a job interview, all of those things, it adds you right to the top of the pool. I love it. And I, I and it's, it's a great thing. Like, 
I've had maybe two to three people on the show who's been on GMA or on national television and that, and it does bring another, I I've seen bumps in my, my downloads because of it, because you know, when you mentioned GMA or the today show or any national syndicated talk show, like that just pumps up and everybody's like, Oh, this is, this is important. You want to listen, you want to listen a yeah. little bit more. And I, I listen a lot more because I'm like, Hey, you got people are paying you or people are putting you on TV. You must be important. I need to hear what you're saying. And you're, you're dropping wisdom left, right and center. And I can't thank you enough for that. Oh, thank you. That's very nice of you. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> um, I'm wondering, um, cause I'm a voracious book reader. I have, <laughs> books and books. And I, I don't unfortunately have my room set up or my studio set up like you with the books showing in the background. Uh, however, there are they're, they're a plethora of them. You mentioned Rocket Fuel as a mm -hmm. book in, in the uh, intro questionnaire. What is it about Rocket Fuel? Who is it by? Why is this such an important book for entrepreneurs to read? Yeah. So um, I think it's important because if you are a visual, like a visual entrepreneur. Have you read the book? No, I haven't. That's okay. what I'm asking. So like, luckily, yeah. one of the great things is I get a lot of good uh, books to read in my wish list from yes. interviewing people. So it's on my list. <laughs> yes. So Rocket read. Fuel. So I am a, um, if you take like a disc personality test, um, I am all visionary. Like I'm, I, I have a little bit, there's like two things. There's like an, a visionary and then there's like an integrator in a business, uh -huh. right? So a visionary, if you think about like Walt Disney World, like Walt Disney was like, like of the two brothers, there's one that was like the face of the business, right? And then there was the guy behind the scenes that did all the work to make the business run, right? So I'm with the visionary, like I'm the face of the business. I You're Walt am, Disney. right. I, I am the, the face I'm the CEO, I'm the founder, I have the visions, I have the big ideas, right? And then I can I can probably about 25% of the time make those ideas happen, but I need an integrator, a person behind me that cleans up my mess, right? That comes behind me with a broom and is like, oh, there goes Lauren, off again. <laughs> Like my, like my stories, like, oh, there she goes again. She just made a big mess behind her. And so I have a team of six people one of them is my integrator and she's responsible for pretty much cleaning up after me and making sure that everything looks pretty on the back end and making things happen. So I have an executive assistant and then I have an integrator. She's a part-time integrator and a part-time publicist. So I really need a full-time integrator. Um, but so that's why the book is so good is it talks about, it talks about um, how to set that up in your business and the importance of it because um you are usually one or one or the other, and there's actually a test that you can take um, on on his website. If you go to Rocket, if you just Google Rocket Fuel, there's a website, and you can take the Integrator um, Visionary yes. Test and find out what you are. Because I am not like a super detail oriented person. Um, like if you saw my like my desk floor right now is like covered in books. <laughs> I have a feeling I, that I'm, I'm a, just, just just with how you're describing yourself. I'm yeah. like, I'm pretty sure I'm a visionary because I'm just like looking off to the left. I'm like, oh, there's a pile there. There's a pile there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah. so this can help you figure out if you're the yep. visionary, the integrator and how. And then what what the roles are for each. So mm -hmm. a lot of times you don't have the choice but to be both of them. So it gives you like some skills of like, how do you become an integrator? 
Like I'm good. I'm fine. As long as I have systems set up. So like I'm, I can set up systems fine, but then following the systems, like I'm great at setting them up, but then following my own systems, I'm like, somebody needs to hold me accountable. I need like a babysitter. <laughs> I, I, like everything you're saying is kind of like coming back and I'm like, oh my God, it's me. Yeah. I'm like, a. I love setting up, give, give me a good system and a good like Trello board. I'm great. But like then after that, are mine. I, yeah, after that, I'm like, who did this? Who did, you know, I'm tell, I'm chat slacking my team. Who did this? Who did that? Oh, that Lauren, that was supposed to be you. I'm like, shoot. <laughs> Like my team has to tell me that I am dropping the ball all the time. And so I'm okay with, I'm okay with that. Cause that's the way I run my businesses. We're very open and authentic and Lauren makes a lot of mistakes and everybody knows that because I'm that I'm okay with being like a raw, authentic leader of like, I've got a lot on my plate and uh, I dropped the ball. So you guys have to clean up the balls and the messes and that's, I'm okay with that. I love that. And it, it's true. It's you, you obviously you need both. If you don't have a visionary in your business, you're you're not growing the way you are mm -hmm. and you won't be in it for like 18 years. Like you, you said, Lauren, mm -hmm. um, and unfortunately we are coming to the near the We're coming to the end of the episode. And I hate this because I'm having a great time with you, Lauren. I don't know if you're having a good time. I am. I'm having a great time. <laughs> That's great yeah. to hear. Uh, but I do want to get this last question out. I, I snapped my fingers. We have 10 year old Lauren right here. Mm -hmm. spitfire ready to go bright-eyed bushy-tailed all the positive attributes of a 10 year old what is the one piece of advice we're giving lauren right now don't be more consumed with what other people think about you than what you think about yourself so a lot of times in life and in entrepreneurship we focus more on what everybody else is doing and their successes than we do with our successes so to focus more on ourselves and stay in our lane and not compare ourselves with what everybody else is doing, but praise ourselves for the, what we are doing well. That's where it's at. I love it. I think that's amazing. Mm -hmm. Can't wait. Oh, that's great advice. My God. Yeah. I love this question. It's the best question I've ever gotten because it starts healing me. You yes. know, it starts like, oh, I should have done that. And then mm -hmm. I can start implementing it. Mm -hmm. Great. Uh, Lauren, I'm going to jump off stage here. I want you to give my audience how they can connect with you. If they are authors with great books that are looking for someone maybe to help them with their PR, please let them mm -hmm. know where they can go. So the floor is yours. Yeah. So um, if people want to find me, they can go to leveragewithmedia.com. We have an Instagram page, um, which is just leverage with media, which shows like all of our great clients and where we feature them. Uh, on a personal note, you can find me on Instagram at Lauren underscore Cabello. And um, same on Facebook and on LinkedIn under Lauren Cabello. But if you're interested in working with us, you can go to Leverage with Media and click um, to sign up and schedule a meeting with me. And um, yeah, if, if anybody has any other questions, you can message me on social media and I'd be I manage um, all of our social media pages as well. Uh, so um, I would love to chat. Awesome. Lauren, I can't thank you enough for coming on the show, sharing yeah. your story, sharing that, those great pieces of wisdom and that memory. I, I, I'm sorry. Can I that, share one final you thing? Can't, look, I'm going to shut up. I'm going to just, you know, like here, the first one. <laughs> no, don't do that because I want people to see your face too. Oh, okay. This is your show. No, right? it's not. It's your show. This, no. I'm just this person that just talks. No, you're the, no. the entertainer. I think, I think I love, I love your show because I, and I love the invest in yourself, this part, because I think so many times in entrepreneurship, 
we forget that we need to invest in ourselves, right? And so I always love this analogy of that, you know, we're always juggling something. There's this like facade that we need to balance life. Like we, like as if I can just get my shit together, like I'll yeah. be okay. Or like if I can just balance life. And this is kind of how I see life is like, we're always juggling a million things, right? And there's some glass balls and there's some plastic balls. Most of the things that we're juggling are plastic our plastic balls, the important things that are glass balls, like our kids, our family, our mental health, our finances, our friendships, you know, all of those things, our relationships, as long as we don't gla- like drop those glass balls that are really important, like everything else can go. We can drop them. They'll bounce. We can pick them up the next day. But I think if everybody just remembers that as long as we hold on to like the most important things, we can let the other things drop every, you know, we don't have to carry them around all the time and just juggle everything. Just make sure you don't drop the important things. And I think that that's something that's that a lot of us forget. And with the title of your podcast and just a lot of entrepreneurs, uh, maybe newer entrepreneurs listening, I, I really want to instill that that thought that we just we can juggle. Just don't drop the glass balls because those are the ones that are painful and break, you know. Damn, leaving on a heavy note. A wisdom mm, yeah. inspired one. Thank you for that, Lauren. And yeah. thank you for the being on the show. It was a pleasure talking with you. It was I'm so looking, nice to meet you. I'm looking forward to having you back on because uh, I'm pretty sure there's a, a, a probably a plethora of more topics that we can talk about in PR sure and entrepreneurship. So I will be having you back on. So thank you so much again for coming on the show and sharing your wisdom. Thanks, Phil. Um, to my audience. This is your job. Down in the show notes, there'll be all the links to connect with Lauren, with Leverage with Media, everything you want. And of course, the links to the books to purchase uh, Rocket Fuel, because, uh, hey, see if you're a visionary or uh, the implementer, right? Integrator. Uh, integrator. Yeah. So close. <laughs> so close. Visionary <laughs> and integrator. Uh, go check out Rocket Fuels. And remember to always invest in yourself. Hey, digital entrepreneurs, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. Now, if you're looking to take your podcast to the next level, like most of these entrepreneurs have taken their business to the next level to scale it, if you will, make sure you check out my brand new newsletter. Links are down below. It is called the Monetization Mogul Syndicate Newsletter, or it could be Feel Better stories of monetization moguls or making moguls is what I do. So make sure you go ahead and check that out. But I want to thank you very much for listening. And as always, remember to invest.